Internets, what's happening? What's going on? Another Newlyweds podcast with your folks, Dallas Penn. And CS. Chocolate Snowflake. On a post-Thanksgiving high. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I hope your Thanksgiving was fantastic. I hope you ate well. I hope you enjoyed your family. Um, I hope you did the things that make Thanksgiving important to you. Um, if that meant uh, going to like a local homeless shelter, and handing out blankets filled with smallpox. <laughs> I mean, what, no, whatever it, whatever it means to you. If it meant going to a a Planned Parenthood clinic. And blowing it up? And, and killing people. people? Sure, whatever, whatever Thanksgiving your boat. means to you, whatever, however you However you want to give thanks. Yeah, okay. I wonder if some of these um, Republican folks who are anti-abortion yeah. will be uh, pro-death penalty for this person who shot at the clinic. Because isn't that an abortion? Itself? Yes. It's just an abortion in like, what, the 300th trimester? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. Anywho. But I take your point. That more often than not, the people that are pro-life are not anti-death penalty. Yes. I don't get it. I don't get any of this stuff. But you know what? <laughs> it happens. It does happen. It's unfortunate. It happens. It happens. Listen. But it doesn't just happen. I mean, we shouldn't just accept it. No. No, no. You're right. We shouldn't just accept it. I was thinking it. a lot right. about that you're this right. weekend. We should not just accept it. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what. We I enjoyed your company so much. I always enjoy your company, but I enjoyed your company I like your so company much too. for our holiday. I mean, it's a we good went, thing we got married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where would we be? We we'd just be looking around for somebody to to have fun with. But the Museum of the American Indian. I is that of the Native American? I was I was hoping they would have called it the Native American. Do I need to look this up right now? I'm trying to tell you, it's the museum. Of the American I'm Indian. You don't need to look it up. Out. That's where we went. We went there. <laughs> Even in the United States, it's not the Museum of the Native Americans, it's the Museum of the American Indian. Like, they still can't get it right. These people are not Indians, okay? They're Americans! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> the American Indian. Like, like the Museum of the American Indian. You, because they're African Indians. You, you thought you thought my man Himanshu from uh, Das Racist would be inside there. Because he's an American Indian. He is. No, no, no. Not those Indians. Okay. Anywho. So are they like Russian Indians? Who? Well, I don't know. It says American Indian. It's if there are other kinds of Indi- Indians qualifying it. Right, right, right. Are there other... Amer- you know what? I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, don't every get place it. has its own indigenous peoples that were either 
mixed into subsequent populations, right? You sure. know, I mean, just through the natural process of evolution. Sure. Or more often than not, eradicated or marginalized through colonization. Yes. Yeah. So I guess in a way you could say, yes, every place has its quote unquote Indians, but they're not Indians. Mm-hmm. It just, the whole thing is a little weird to me. It's, it's weird when you start getting into titles. But what was dope, though, were the things that were on exhibit. Oh, they're amazing. Beautiful, beautiful things. Yeah. The, um, their, their in-house collections are gorgeous. Just their standing kind of collection is incredibly right. rich and diverse. It's got textiles and clothing and ceramics and, uh, uh, what do you call it? Religious objects and everyday household objects and artwork and J- just everything to describe the culture and anything that the, right. the folks were living. Just everything, masks, yeah, uh, tools and beautiful oh. stuff. And I think the thing is, is that to me, part of why I love going there and why I appreciate our ritual, our occasional annual tradition. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, is that our, you our know, biennial training? <laughs> Yeah. I, I like our occasional annual okay. tradition. Uh, why? Um, because it reminds us that like white people did not invent the world. Yeah. Um, the work and the level of sophistication and thought and kind of higher understanding and appreciation of the world around them and how it got incorporated into very clear aesthetic and uh, moral choices about how one dresses, what one uses to make a communal meal, um, just all the things that encompass the culture or the various cultures that are actually represented by the collection. You know, on the one hand, it feels kind of, I always feel a little strange that I'm surprised, you know, because of course people are sophisticated and of course cultures are evolved. Um, but at the same time, it also serves to remind me how much kind of just the background is always that European and Western culture is kind of the zenith of what people can achieve. And that's mm-hmm. not true. Mm-hmm. But there isn't anything, unless you actively seek it out, that kind of reminds you otherwise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so for me, there's just a pure, simple appreciation of someone who loves something that's beautiful or artful um, or well-crafted. There's that appreciation. But there's also... The appreciation of kind of the internal check mm-hmm. about what other people do and have achieved and have done collectively and just that we don't know about it or celebrate it or consider it as de facto the way we consider Western culture is not because it wasn't worthy, but because <laughs> one eradicated the other. Right, right, and right. So, right. so it's, it's fun to go there and revalidate. Yeah. Um, you know, something, and, and I guess what, you know what, I got to thank my parents for, for even putting this kind of stuff in me from the gate. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would implore everyone that listens to do this for your children, but please take the time to visit museums that deal with cultures other than Western culture, other than European culture, and really Help your children understand that there is a world of art and sophistication yeah. and civilization yeah. that happens outside of the books and the yeah. televisions and the media and all the other information that, that we're going to be buffeted with constantly. Right. You know what I mean? To make us press our hair and dye our skin 
and, you know, do all the other kinds of things that we do to ourselves because uh, we don't look in a mirror sometimes and say, man, I'm beautiful or man, you know. Like I come from things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Although you gotta I give yourself that. You got to give yourself that Stuart Smalley uh, affirmation. <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it. People, people like me. me. <laughs> Um, yeah. I did have to laugh, though, as I was going through one of the exhibits, because there was a reference to a Choctaw something or other. I think it was a um, it was a textile. And I was like, oh, DP's people. Because <laughs> you were trying to convince me. No, no, no. My, pe- my, people are, my people are not Choctaw. Oh, well, what are they? Narragansett. Oh, Narragansett now. Narragansett. Okay. It's not Narragansett now. It's Narragansett. Okay. Narragansett is from Rhode Island. Narragansett is, is uh, that's my grandfather's background. That's my mother's father's background. So I thought they came from St. Kitts. Uh, my mother's uh, mother. Mm-hmm. Her mother. My great-grandmother's from St. Kitts. Okay. Okay, but... It takes a woman and a man to make a child. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, well, I'm explaining that to you Thank now. you for breaking so it down for me. my mother's father is from Rhode Island, while my mother's mother and her mother, they're from uh, the Virgin Islands. They're from St. Kitt. Nevis. Okay. Nevis, as people like to say. Max, how Nevis. are you, Max? Yo, we are Doggy Central Max, this how week. are you, my man? Yes, yes, we are. We, He's we have always a, barking, but now he doesn't want to talk. He, he I told you, Max is into <laughs> internet. I've been wearing um, these shorts around the house, and uh, my man Max, you know, is I guess he's into the way these shorts kind of, uh, you know, smell right now. <laughs> I think it's because I don't think those shorts have been washed ever. No, they've been washed. They they get washed once a century. Well, whenever you do the washing. Oh, I don't think whenever you wash, I do the washing. I don't think you wash once a century, though. I think you do, you know. I've never seen those shorts in the wash. Okay. All right. I think that they are well ripened. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, Max likes them. Of course. Max and I like them. Of course. Okay. <laughs> So then we went to dinner. After yes, we had a uh, adventurous Thanksgiving dinner. Intense. We went to a Mongolian hot pot restaurant. What is a Mongolian hot pot restaurant? Mongolia. Mongolia okay. Mongolia, these guys bring you. Mongolia. They bring you these these uh, these metal bowls. Some are have dividers you know and what some they're are called? just open. You know what they're called? And you know what they're called? What do they call? Pots. Okay. <laughs> and inside, the, they, they, they put some uh, broth. Then you start putting vegetables in. You just start putting stuff Meats. in. They, they basically they give a seasoned broth, don't they? They season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they season it's first. It's got garlic and herbs and peppers and And then you just start putting, you just start putting stuff and in it. Stuff. And stuff in it. They bring you stuff and then you dump it in the pot. And you're just talking and talking and talking. And, and you take stuff out rising, of the pot. And then you noodles, eat it. Noodles, dumplings. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. So we had a Mongolian uh, hot pot Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Indigenous People's Day. Yes. And then afterwards, <laughs> you, you guys went to a, a Korean Chinese, bakery. Was that a, It was Chinese. It was Chinese, Chinese wasn't bakery. Korean? No, it was not Korean. It was Chinese. I like it was Korean. No, no, it was Chinese. It was Chinese. Okay. It was definitely right. Chinese. Fine, fine. I had um, Hong Kong style tea. Okay. 
which I learned is basically kind of a tea espresso. It's like a super uh, concentrated shot of black tea. Okay. With uh, a lot of milk. It's kind of like a latte, I guess. Mm. But made with a super concentrated tea stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know, because there was a language barrier, so there was a lot of pointing and then pouring <laughs> and stuff, and I just said, I'm just going to go with it. I asked her if she liked it, and she said yes, but then I asked her another question, and she also said yes, and it was not a yes or no question, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. That's, that's what happens when you keep it real, though. We, we it kept was. It, it was very, it was We very kept it really real. real. Um, we kept it really real. I left you guys. it was really good. It was really good. I left you guys I know at you the bakery. Did. You, you did. guys went into the bakery, and I said, "Man, I can't." I know. Indulge. I know. That was so, kind of. I felt kind of bad about that. Don't feel bad. But don't I feel also bad. felt good that you felt you were okay making a choice that was not about having sweets, right? Yeah. That you yeah. just went and did your own thing, and we came back together at the end, and you were okay with that. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we eventually came back together at the end when I got back to Brooklyn. Right. I know, but yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Instead so let me, of let me tell you. Like put no, out no, I wasn't put out. I wasn't put out. I was actually. No, it's hard because so much. Uh, of, it wasn't hard. See, I said I'm gonna tell you why. So much of the holidays we were we were food, in Flushing, why. and yeah. we were in basically we were having a grand old time, a Queens neighborhood <laughs> that I grew up in that I watched kind of transform into the state that it is now. And so while these folks went to the bakery, I walked my ass a couple of blocks over to Macy's. Um, because Macy's, they are on some wild, they were on some wild business for, for <laughs> Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Now, were you participating in Black Friday? Because I was not. Well, I mean, technically, I didn't participate in Black Friday because it was Thursday. It was Thursday. It was still thank. I I participated in Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe these guys opened their store at six p.m. Thursday night. I hope those people got wild mad overtime. I hope so. I hope so. But they opened the store at, at 6 p.m. Double time overtime. At 6 p.m. And they were keeping their store open until Friday night, midnight. That's insanity. Basically Saturday morning. That's insanity. It's insanity. And then to open again Saturday morning again, 8 a.m. They are nuts. They are nuts. So and was people it a wild were going scene nuts. in there? It was a wild. What was incredible to me was I'm, I'm in the Ralph Lauren section. Yeah. And it's filled with Asian people. Yeah. I'm saying to myself, well, you're in Flushing, Queens. That's true. Right. I'm saying to myself, how many people are in this Ralph Lauren <laughs> section and, they're at, and their last name is actually Low? Someone in here's last name is actually Low. And they deserve to get 50% off of the lowest ticketed price. Real talk. Oh, it's terrible. Real talk, real talk, real that talk. That was terrible. I still found a, a sweat... Oh, sure, a sweater. Man. Yo, I'm I my cup ran over with sweat hoods. Yeah, I know. But it was twenty dollars. You had to get it. CS, please. You had to get it. I know we are running out of space here, <laughs> but it was twenty dollars, love. There's a commercial on TV. Have you seen it? Which one? Where they're talking about what it's like to have allergies, and the guy is stuffing everything into the back of the trunk, mm-hmm. and then the inflatable raft goes off, mm-hmm. the top of the car comes off, and everything just comes tumbling out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That's going to be our apartment <laughs> <laughs> in roughly a month. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. You I don't think so. I don't have think to so. deaccession. I'm selling stuff too. We're I am selling to stuff too. We're trying to rid ourselves of material items. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to get myself down. I want to be like Bernie Sanders. I want to, I want to have two One pairs, pair of socks. Two pairs of underwear. Two pairs of underwear. One pair of socks. Okay. One pair that you're wearing. 
And one... One that's clean that you can just put on. And then for you emergencies. Just, that's right. That's right. You just wash. <laughs> one just to wear, wash one to spare. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm... That's the ultimate dream, internet. The low... Your, the low God is going to get himself down to two pairs of underwear total. But, anywho. Anywho. So, so we had a great we Thanksgiving. We had, we had a, a great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. There was this weird thing, though, at the bakery. There was a cake, which I did not get. Uh-huh. Although I kind of now wish I had. It's called a wifey flat cake. Okay. And so in the bakery, they have the whatever. I don't know whether it's Cantonese or whatever, but whatever. The Chinese kind of pictographic writing mm-hmm. of whatever it is. And then they have the English translation underneath it. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out, was that just a poor translation or was it actually wifey flat cake in Chinese? Mm-hmm. And if it's, what is, like, what is the concept? What, like, how is that even a concept in Chinese? Like, where does wifey come from? I don't, I don't even know. See? I don't even know. And, I, and, and then and, I was trying to think, and, like, what was the poor translation? Like, maybe what was it supposed to be? I don't know. I don't know. And you, and you couldn't ask the counter person. She because, would have said yes. Right. <laughs> All right, so the topic I was trying to move us into next were the movies that we saw on Black Friday. Because you say we didn't participate in Black Friday. We did participate in Black Friday. No, we didn't. We went to the movies. Okay, but that's not the same. Wait a minute. We went to the movies. We bought movie tickets. We bought one pair of movie tickets and saw three movies. Actually, I still have one ticket I left over. I feel like we subverted Black Friday. I have one ticket left and over. And we didn't walk out of the movie theater with anything that we hadn't walked in. But there was no acquisitioning. Uh, we did acquire concessions. But we didn't walk out with them. We consumed them on the spot. Okay. I'm just saying. I think of Black Friday and the whole materialism about people going crazy and knocking each other over and, you know, brawling in the aisles of Kmart or whatever as being about consuming material things and... So that's what I think of with Black Friday, and I don't participate in that. I always tell people who try to qualify that. They try to say, oh, if I didn't buy anything on Black Friday, then I didn't participate in Black Friday. That they don't, they're not being honest with what Black Friday is. Okay, so tell me. If you turn on a light switch. Break it down. If you you flick the light switch. Yeah. Okay, if you made a phone call. If you did anything other than get out of your bed. If you flush the toilet one time, then all of those things contribute to the system that we live in. Every act, no matter how inane or or minuscule you might consider it, contributes to the system. I have an issue with that logic. You you it doesn't matter if you have an issue. I'm it's the truth. It's it's the base truth. We are unwittingly, unknowingly, and sometimes even in denial, complicit in the system. And we can do things, we can do things to kind of mitigate our footprint, our fingerprint, but it's still... Isn't that, though, an argument for inaction? Basically, what you're saying is that there's no escape. So the only way... To not participate is to completely withdraw. Yes. And so that basically means then that there is no countervailing voice. If everyone who objected 
to the issues that we're raising. No, about, no, about no, 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 no. If no. everyone objected, withdrew, and said, I'm not going to no. participate. No, 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 Then there's no, no. no countervailing voice within no. the culture of the system. Uh, well, I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If everyone, if everyone withdrew, yes. that is the voice. That is the voice. That silence is the noise. No, that silence creates a vacuum, and then someone else would co-opt the silence. See, then again, then there is no escape. Then, then we're back to my point, saying that there is no escape. But see, I don't think that's right. I think that there is a value to raising your voice and to taking a stand, however big or small, and acting consistently on your values. I love people taking a stand. And acting consistently on your values and attempting to... I love to... people taking a stand, but I'm tired of people taking a stand on Friday and then Saturday punching someone in the face I agree for a 32-inch TV. Okay, I agree with you on that. Or taking a stand on Friday I agree with and you then on, on Saturday or Sunday right. going online to bestbuy.com. Sure, absolutely. I agree with you. So that's not that is not the spirit of the objection or the the uh, the disengagement with Black Friday. It's not just about Friday. It's what you do Saturday and Sunday. You can't go to church on Sunday and then kill someone on Monday and be like, "Oh." But what if the church you go to praises Satan? <laughs> Keep that in mind, CS. There are many churches. Uh, you could be going to the church of the devil. Uh-huh. Okay, you could be going to the church of Trump. Can I tell you something? Yes. The devil is alive. Okay. <laughs> so we saw three movies on yes, Black Friday internets. Yeah, we did. Okay, we saw Hunger Games. Uh, Which was pretty good. Mockingjay Part 2. It was good. The Hunger Games series was good overall. It's good stuff. I mean, you know, dystopia, break free. Deeply cynical. Well, I mean... All dystopia films, dystopic films, are are kind of cynical, aren't they? Yes. They're, they're, you know, that's the whole point. That's why it's a dystopia. Yeah. Because cynicism that doesn't mean and nihilism not worth have, noting. have... Okay. Okay. All right. right. I mean, it is. It, it was... It was cynical. Yes, it was. And it I was. think just because cynicism is pervasive doesn't mean you shouldn't call it out when you see it. Okay. Or accept it. Okay. Cynicism monitor. I'm not a cynicism. We got a, we got I a cynicism. I went to the movie. I watched it. I was just. We got a cynicism coordinator I mean, I read over the here. Books too, and I mm-hmm. was struck with how cynical they were. You know. Okay. They're then we saw of the really Martian. Dark. The Martian. Which I liked more than I wanted to. Yeah, because of Matt Damon. Yes. But hold on for a second. What about when Matt Damon went to Haiti, and helped the Haitians and brought food there and was out there, like you know, helping rebuild stuff? Does Matt Damon... I think I did see him on the back of a unicorn with Sean Penn. You're right. Does Matt Damon not get not get a little pass no. in his whiteness? No. In his white privilege because no. he did make the trip to Haiti? No. Okay. Listen. Uh, Matt Damon, you fucked up, okay? Listen. You can't go it, to church on Sunday and be a sinner on Monday. <laughs> Matt Damon, That's you fucked up. That's not how it works. See, Matt, Dam- Matt Damon, it's not, it's not bad to fuck it with black guys. It's bad to fuck it with black women, okay? Oh, you had to go there. No, I mean, really. You had to go there. Why? Why is I'm this like, a gender issue now? Because, because black women... What, what, what kind of generalization are you about to put your foot in your mouth for? I'm go just ahead. saying, I'm no, just saying. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Y'all hold grudges y'all, better than black men. Y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all. I mean, I mean, hold on for a second. 
if you, you know if, why? If, hold on, no, because hold on. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say If black women didn't hold grudges better than black men, thank you. We have been holding them for centuries. Where would the black race be today? We would be. For centuries. We would be. We've been holding everybody's shit. We would be like the. I American mean, Indian. Now, we just need to lay our burden down, okay? okay. If black women had not been holding grudges <laughs> for centuries, the black race would be like the American Indian. Listen. Okay? Listen. You Meaning can we go. would have our own casinos, <laughs> and we would have, and we would have teams our very own, named after us. And mascots. That's right, and the Carolina Coons. And we would live Coons. in abject poverty, and we would Drunkenness. Uh, poor reading levels. Disenfranchised even yes. more, and yes. have no education. Casinos, and have our memories erased. Casinos, and be adopted. From Washington Redskins. Con- yes. Chicago yes. Blackhawks. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Uncle Ben's have a. You know what? I said there weren't any. Listen. You, I said there weren't any black mascots. There are but black I realize mascots. Now. Aunt Jemima and Uncle, Uncle ben. ben. Look at that. Listen. Look at that. I will lay this burden down. DP, okay. you may go dance a jig with Matt Damon. Go ahead. You like the you movie The Martian, ahead. okay? Go ahead. No, no. You're you, going to sit here you now embrace your and brother. act like you didn't like that movie. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I liked it more than I wished I had. All right. Well, then that's yeah, all I'm saying. I acknowledged saying. it. There was all I'm saying is that I was in there. there. I was able to put Matt Damon kind of aside. I was able to put all those other things aside. Yeah. You know, no black cast members. Well, I shouldn't say that. There was, no, they had Michael Pena in it. He was cool. Yeah, no, they, I was going to say no black cast members. And then I'm thinking, Donald Glover's in my mind. I'm like, there were no black guys on Donald the cast. Donald Glover, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> See, I hadn't even thought about it. I'm like, there were no black guys there in this movie. <laughs> Donald Glover. He was a super smart, neat, yeah, he was like, he was like a, he was like a hero. He was like a physicist He was like a slight hero. And I'm like, there were no black guys yes. there. Okay. But anywho. Yes. Anywho. Anywho. Martian was a good flick. It was a good flick. And then we saw The Night Before. Which was a terrible flick. It was it was like it was a bro flick and uh Ugh, if you wanna bad. grade it on like real movie stars one to five, it got a two. If you wanna <laughs> grade it on bro movie stars uh five bear cans, it got four bear cans. Yeah, but as a bro movie that was a total bro movie. Okay. Okay. I feel like that was a movie for bros that are like, dude. Dude, dude, they bros. all wear their their baseball caps backwards. Dude, bros. Yes, dude, bros. I right. love George Collins. George Collin was like, "Yo, white dudes, yes. stop wearing your baseball cap backwards." Yes, that is exactly. You'll never the be type as cool as a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> so just stop it. <laughs> and George Collin was also like, "Yo, all y'all dudes out there smoking cigars, I'm just letting y'all know that's a black dick in your mouth." All right. <laughs> Oh, snap, snap, snap. Yo, we could have we could have actually we were doing so good. We could have actually sat there for a fourth movie. We could have. We, we had the energy to sit we there did. for a fourth movie. We did. What would we have we were going to see well, Creed, I guess? I think Creed was the last one on our list. But you know, it was kinda six and one half dozen of the other at yeah, that point. Yeah. I, I felt like too Creed just seemed like And Creed had like, just opened, so it was more difficult to multiplex. Yeah, the, the Creed, but I mean we could have snuck into Creed. We were already doing yeah. our thing. We were already I love how we brought down the price per movie for our ticket. Absolutely, that's awesome. That's the only way to do it. Think about it. We we, we made it. We made it like one of those bootleg films. Five dollars a movie. We did. It was incredible. You know. And now yeah, but I said I got a ticket left over. Oh, what you doing next weekend? I'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. maybe we go back and get a you, you know get a refund in? on that I'm ticket. We gonna sneak you. We in? Gonna sneak you in. <laughs> 
That's tough. I'm going to sneak you in next week to Creed. We're going to go see Creed in, in, oh, in something honey, else. You just take me to the best places. <laughs> Listen, are you, are you saying? I know what you're saying. And I, do, and I think I, I'm a, a decent provider. Oh, more than decent. I mean, I was being it, funny. it took um, a little more than a year, but here today. Oh my gosh. We we got our we got our new refrigerator. <laughs> For those of y'all who have kept up on this refrigerator drama, CS and I have a new refrigerator right now, and that's all I'm gonna say. And, Another new refrigerator. And CS is happy with I'm this one. So happy. Okay, so that's that's all y'all need to know. The next thing I gotta worry about now is is trying to figure out how I get us down to Brazil for two weeks. But you know, God is good and uh, God has always provided for us. So well, we're kind of set for Brazil. We just got to figure out the timing. Yeah, yeah, we got we got to no. We I mean we still I mean, got we got hooked up for Brazil. Yes, indeed, but we still got to get down there. Yeah, I know. So we'll you we'll look it up. Yeah, we'll figure we'll it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Internet's we shall figure it out. Brothers and sisters gonna work it out. Our brothers and sisters gonna work it out. Snap, snap, snap. Okay, I'll tell you what. what. CS, listen. We did what we like to do. Yeah. Talk to the people for about a half hour. Listen, hope we didn't hold Jaya's hostage with our little updates, our little bullshit too much. But thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of uh, this thing we call the Newlyweds Podcast. Newlyweds Podcast. All right. Uh, not sure what our, our recording schedule is going to be. We're going to be running around crazy. You may be headed to Art Basel. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. You may Maybe. end up down Let's there. See. Uh, I know I'm going to Chicago for sneaker con, but that's still. But that's a ways two off. weeks away. That's still okay. So we got another podcast in us. Okay. All right. All right. Well, then, then listen. And you know what I would like to do? What What's I would mean? like to try and pull together a holiday music podcast because you know I love holiday music. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's get to work on that. 
I would love to. We do don't that. script these. We don't we, we don't, don't write down notes. He's just looking at me right now, like, huh? <laughs> we don't do any of that, but I'll tell you what. Why don't we write down some of our favorite holiday songs? Okay. And uh, let's play some of that and sing some of that okay. uh, for our friends here. Okay. All right. Listen, folks, it's the Newlyweds Podcast with Dallas Penn and Chocolate Snowflake. Thank you. Don't drink too much at the office party. <laughs> <laughs>